0: Welcome back to Real Talk Torah, courtesy of the database with Rabbi Yoshua Eisenberg. Where for today's share and issue, which will probably be a shorter one, I wanted to talk about something that just jumped out at me in the Gemara today, in Daf Yomi, Daf Memtes, and it's a Gemara that has spoken to me in the past. As I could see in my Gemara, I have some of the lines highlighted. I have notes written in my Gemara, so it spoke to me years ago, and hopefully it'll speak to you as well. And it's a Gemara, which, dare I say, anybody should be able to learn this particular piece. It's Nagatata. So those typically draw the heart. And there is an important yisod, I think, to life in this Gemara. And it has to do with the two important values, the invaluable values of tzedakah and chesed. And one particular reason why it's speaking to me now, as we are in Chodesh Elul, approaching the Yomai Din, something that we'll be saying is in "Asei If you go to Bal Tfila workshop, you could even hear me sing about it. But we're not doing that now. But for now, when we say these words, tzedaka, chesed, tzedaka, chesed, so they have a lot of different connotations. You look throughout Tanakh, you'll see what these words might mean. All right, for example, tzedaka. We know of it as meaning charity, right? That, you know, you have a tzedakah box, you put money in the pushka, so you either call it a pushka or a tzedakah box. Tzedakah we know um, to mean charity. Though if you look throughout Chumash and Tanakh, you'll find various places where, I would say most places, where the word tzedakah seems to have the connotations of innocent and and um, the, the, the straight path. It, it is from the Lushan of, of Tzaddik, which... Also, another word that we typically translate as righteousness, right? Someone who's a really big tzaddik, we assume is someone who's really righteous. Though, most connotations in, in, in Tanakh as well, tzaddik doesn't necessarily mean the most righteous person, right? The gadol Hador, or gadol Batorah, or Talmud chacham. Tzaddik usually means someone who's, who's innocent. Someone who, you know, when you exonerate someone, when, uh, are you saying that that person is righteous, or are you saying that the person is innocent, or not guilty of any sin? So, Typically, um, tzaddik has um, the... At least the Tanakh has the connotations of someone who is just doing the right thing, not necessarily someone who is the biggest gadol in the world, right? the person who we call the biggest tzaddik. But anyway, the Gemara, which talks about these two pieces, tzedakah and chesed, so the Gemara is addressing the question of which one is better. And in discussing this issue... So the connotations that the Gemara is going with is the connotations that we're familiar with, that um, tzedakah is a reference to giving charity. So regardless of how it's referred to in Tanakh, Chazal have an understanding of even the places in Tanakh where it's being referenced. It is apparently referring, at least on some level, to the concept of charity. That's how Chazal um, decided to understand it in in, in their close to infinite wisdom. So when we talk about, um, and, and you could say that the concept of of giving money as charity is based on a fundamental, innocent principle, the right thing to do. You know, even if you would say that right, in Dine Mumanus, right, in 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 monetary law, you wouldn't say that there's an obligation to give someone tzedakah. But even in the when we when we talk about the straight and Yashar path. So the innocent individual is someone who will give money every now and then to tzedakah, and that's fine. Okay, so that's tzedakah on the one hand. Then we have chesed on the other hand. So chesed, we know um, um, we often translate it as kindness, right? And you might say the bigger art scroll word might be art scroll, loving kindness, which has not just the connotation of doing a nice thing for someone, but apparently it's in a loving way. And I think this really, this really, um, this meaning of the word chesed is um, what's touched upon in this particular Gemara on the Daf Mem Tes Amud in Sukkah, so forty nine B in Sukkah. If you want to see this Gemara, but the Gemara first starts off by saying it's a comment from Rabbi Lazar. So Amar Rabbi Lazar. One who who does tzedakah is greater than any than than all of the karmanas in the world. And then he quotes a pasuk: "Shnei Amar Ois Tzedaka Mishpat Nivchar Lashem Mizbeach." So this is even more chosen to Hashem. It's more cho- it's more, it's choicest, um or I guess you could say choicer, beyond the uh, Mizbeach. Fine. And then he continues: "Bam Rabbi Lazar, Gedola Gamilas Chasadem Yosher Min Tzedakah." So. Gmilas chasadim, the bestowing of loving kindness, is greater than tzedakah. Shanemar, as the Passock says, So they will sow for them tzedakah, right? Like Zaria's Lashon of planting. So they will sow tzedakah. And they're going to harvest according to the chesed. So what does that mean that they're going to sow for you? For, kind, uh, for, for for charity or for tzedakah and then they're going to harvest according to the chesed says, says the Gemara further if a person plants or he sows so it's doubtful as to whether or not there's going to be actual yield is the food going to come is the person going to end up eating or not or you put a seed in the ground you hope when you plant a seed you hope that something's going to come from it you hope that eventually one day you'll get to eat the food that you sow Right, and there are scenarios. In this week's parsha, parsha Kisabo talks about where you're going to try to plant something, and you won't get to uh, you won't get to harvest from it. Someone else is going to eat it. In the Rahman al Tsan. So you plant a seed, right? Tzedakah is like planting a seed. So maybe you'll eat, maybe you won't. But Adam Kotzer, person who's harvesting, Yochel, the person who is reaping what he has sown. So then, when you have the food in your hands you're going to get to gain from that. You're going to take that home with you. You're going to, you're going to at least walk away with something. Let's keep going. Ba'am Rabbalazar. Rabbalazar is still talking. So we see this is all from Rabbalazar. Tzedakah, tzedakah is incomplete without the chesed that's in it. Or tzedakah is only completed as far as the chesed that is put into it. Shana and he quotes the same pasuk. Zaru lechem tzedakah lefi chaser. Right? So the, the same pasuk. That you sow the tzedakah, but you only harvest according to the chaser. And what does that mean? It sounds like what that means is, of course, you plant what you plant. right? But what are you going to get out of it? So apparently, you could look at chesed and staka in a couple of different ways, right? You could say that there are these two separate values. There's staka on the one hand. There's chesed on the other hand, right? Staka, I give charity. Chesed, I, you know, I, someone falls and I help them up. Someone is, uh, someone is trying to, uh, so someone's struggling with a heavy package, and you help them carry the heavy package. Right? So that's chesed, right? Staka is I give someone money who needs money, right? And then chesed is I, I do a favor for somebody in need. That's the first comment of Rav right? And yeah, and, and apparently chesed, he says, is better. But then he comes back, and he quotes the same passage and gives another interpretation. And he says, Sadaqah is actually incomplete without the chesed that goes into it. So what exactly does that mean? Let's quote Rashi right here. Rashi right here says, right, on the words, Elo l'afi gemilas that tzedakah is is, is only complete in so far as sorry it's only complete in so far as the chesed that goes into it, says Rashi, Hanasina hi the giving, the that, that 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 transaction that transaction the acquisition acquisition that giving from hand to hand that's tzedakah Hanasina hi atzedakah v'hatoreach, but the toil huha chesed that effort that you put in, that's the chesed. Kigon, he gives an example, namely, molicha lebesa, when you go out of your way to bring it to the person's house. Oh, or, terech something that, any Toreach, any burdenous act that takes a lot. Kigon, nosin lo pas afuya, you don't just give him bread, but you give him nicely cooked bread. And you're not just giving him, you know, um, the raw materials. You're not just giving him the ingredients, but you give him full bread. Oh, or, Begei lobo, she actually give him clothing to wear. Oh, or ma'os be'es shatibu'a Or at the time that the produce is being sold, that's when you give him the money. Sh'lo yotzi ma'osav so that his money does not go to waste. Right, let's say you give him money at a time that the market's not doing well. So Shkayak, what could he do with that money? libo, says Rashi, and in summation, libo The person places his heart on the mind and the needs on the for the betterment of the poor individual. So what's interesting about this Rashi is Rashi does not just tell us, oh yeah, you know it's the thought that counts, all the work that you put in. It, it's almost like a beautiful Rashi in the sense that Rashi gives us examples. He goes to the Torah, the Tircha, to give us examples thoughtful examples of what it means to be thoughtful. Right? If Rashi would just tell us, oh yeah, um, you know, j- j- it's the thought that counts and, you know, just, just when, when you toil, that's chesed. Right? Rashi could have just done that but then Rashi would have been doing us a disservice because we would not really know what Tircha means. Tircha, the thought that you put into it, Rashi gives us the thought that he put into it. He gives us at least three examples here of how you can consider what exactly are the needs of the Ani. And the tzedakah, the just giving the person of the money, is apparently a half-baked act. It's an incomplete act. And guess what? Rav Al-Azhar does not even stop there. Or he, or actually, he stops there. But the Gemara continues. Tanr The Gemara says that in three ways, gemilas chasadim is greater than tzedaka. Tzedaka b'mamono. is with a person's cash. <laughs> when it comes to Gamilas <laughs> Chasid, you can do that with your body or with your money. Tzadaka la'aniyim. Tzadaka is for the poor. Gemilas <laughs> Chasidim, bein la'aniyim, bein la'ashirim. You can do a chasid for someone who is an ani or someone who's rich. Right? Uh, the, the 45th president of the United States was someone who was really wealthy in a very old interview. So um, he. Is recorded as having stated that money might solve all of your financial problems but it doesn't solve all of your problems a person could be really wealthy but he won't necessarily be happy and by Torah by, by, uh, hashkafa, he wouldn't even be considered wealthy either because um, this guy is not even so he's not really rich but either way a person who has a lot of money he still has needs he's still someone who can benefit from chesed okay so on the one hand stuff goes with money and Chesed is with the money or the body. Tzedakah is for the poor. Gemilas Chasadim is with the poor or the rich. Tzedakah al chayim. Gemilas Chasadim bein the chayim bein the mase. Tzedakah is for the living. Gemilas Chasadim. You could do Chesed in Mase. Right? The Chesed Shel Mase is the Chesed that's done for the Mase. Now we see again this possibility that yeah, Chesed is just greater than Tzedakah. Right, chesed is just better, but. What if chesed is not just better, but chesed really is the only way to do tzedakah properly, right? Because think about it. We go back to what we said before: the zaria, the planting. That's the tzedakah. I give someone money. Fine. I gave them. I gave them money, and I, you know, I, um, I gave them righteous. You know, I, I did a righteous act by by giving them the money. I did. I did charity, and maybe I gave them all. I, I provided all of their financial needs. But have I just solved? their financial issue. What if now they have so much on their plate now? Let's say I give them money. Let's say I give them a big check, but they don't have a car to get to the bank. Right, I write a fat check, $10,000. Amazing. But he, you know, he doesn't even know what to do with that. So you you can technically solve some financial problems. Maybe you can give the person cash, but let's say the person is completely bedridden and they can't do anything with the cash. So, there again, you might have solved the financial issue, but you might not have really solved the larger issue. Orach manal etzlan. Let's say you have those cases where there is an ani, right? And he, you know, he... And this ani... Is just desperate. In fact, I heard a story from a mentor of mine, and the story was the story goes that an ani came to the person's door, and in front of the person's kids, you know, he knocked on the door, and um, the, this um, this mentor of mine, a rebbe, he opened the door, and he saw that he saw the ani, and the ani was clearly you know, collecting, and so. This this this, um, this mentor of mine, he gave some. You know, he, he gave some money to the to the individual. He gave him a, I I don't know if it was a dollar. I don't know if it was five dollars. And the Ania was trying to press him. This individual was trying to tell him, "You don't understand my circumstances. You know, this is a, a very you know grave situation. I I need I need more money. And I what I really need is four hundred dollars." Now, we're, now, my mentor over here, we're not talking about, you know, the wealthiest person. You know, he's a Rebbe, he's in Chinuch. And he said, I, I'm sorry, I, I can't give you uh, $400. I don't have that kind of money for you. And I don't know if he ended up giving him $10. I don't know if he gave him $20. But the, the this this individual at the door was pressing him, no, I need $400. And... And again, this mentor of mine, he apologized and says, I'm really sorry, I, I don't. I can't give you that money. And, he, and he, he wished him well and he sent him off. Anyway, this mentor of mine, he closed the door and turned to his kids and he says, I want you un- to understand that that is a different kind of desperate. But this individual, the fact that he had to lower himself, not just to ask for money to come to collect, but to state the, the amount that he needed and to... to suggest that this person who he doesn't even know should just hand him four hundred dollars now we may have had different reactions to that to that individual we could have said you don't want my money i'm giving you what i'm giving you take it or leave it that's it get away from me and get out of my house and you could solve some financial issues by handing the person the money. Let's say this mentor of mine said, you need $400? Oh my gosh, I can't believe you're asking me for something like that. You're crazy. You want the money? Here, take the money. He writes out a check for $400 and says, get out of my house. Get out of my sight. And maybe we're not that bad. Maybe none of us are that bad. And maybe some of, us, some of us would like roll our eyes and be like, ah. you know, we'll sigh and then we'll, you know, we'll hand in the money and we'll say, have a good day. Okay, bye. And have a good Shabbos. You know, like like saying all the right words but in all the wrong ways. The tzedakah is completely incomplete. Right? And so, you know, depending on the chesed that goes into it. And if the chesed is not there, if you don't actually meet the needs, you could give the person not a single cent but give them a smile and you've completely not just done an act of... We can argue that maybe you didn't do tzedakah. Maybe we can make that argument you didn't do tzedakah. But the chesed that you did we don't know you might have planted a seed we don't know by giving someone a dollar we don't know what's going to happen with that dollar you give the person a smile that's something they take home with them you reap something they harvest something they take something home with them and this is true in all areas of life you don't know by following all the right steps right going through the textbook going through the manual doing all the things you're supposed to do following halacha to a T doing everything the right way and you're planting a seed We don't know Right if, if you, What kind of fruits You're going to reap in this world In the next world of course if You do everything you, know, you do everything right You'll get a basic reward But the chesed shibah, The chesed that goes into it What is the person Going to be able to harvest If you give him tzedakah Without giving him chesed You haven't even completely Given him tzedakah It's not just that Oh yeah chesed is a thing That's even greater than tzedakah It is This Gemara is very clear about that but chesed is not just something that's greater than tzedakah, but chesed is something that makes the tzedakah complete. Something that without that chesed, there is no tzedakah. It just doesn't exist. And so, what's important for us to realize is that that does not mean that there isn't a separate value of tzedakah that's necessary. Right? Someone can give you a smile. Someone can give you a drink of coffee. Someone can give you, um, you know, what you need. Right? If, you're, if, if right now what you need is a meal, someone can do you a chesed and give you a meal. That doesn't mean we don't want the tzedakah, right? We still want the tzedakah. So in a certain sense, yes, the finances need to be there sometimes. Sometimes this person won't be able to make ends meet if the finances aren't there. And we could only do what we're able to do. But don't think that there's a tzedakah without a khasad. There is no tzedakah without chesed. Could there be chesed without tzedakah? Yes, there could be chesed without tzedakah. And tzedakah is a need that also has to be met. This is a real-life thing. Go to any yeshiva, go to any, any, any cheder, any school, any shul, any home. Tzedakah is definitely needed. It's needed in many places. But it's not going to be wanted without the chesed, unless, you know, you have that different kind of desperate. But even then, everybody wants a smile. Everybody wants to be given chesed in a respectful and a in a kavedik kind of a way. But, that's something that, you know, like, you, you learn a Gemara like this, you can't, you can't walk away and not be uh, not be moved by it. Because we're moving into the days of tshuva, tefillah, and tzedakah, or ma'vir nisro right? So when we think about tzedakah, which is apparently, it doesn't say chesed is ma'vir nisro right? There is a separate value called tzedakah. And in a separate place, that's needed. But when you give the tzedakah, you want to do it in the complete way. Do not do it without chesed. And with that in mind, we should be zochah, to that which we, we dive into Hashem, Hashem should give us both tzedaka and Chesed. And that Tzedakah should be infused with Chesed. And we should get all both the Tzedakah that we need and the Chesed that we need for this year. Anyway, that takes us through this Real Talk Torah. And in the meantime, keep it real, keep talking, and most importantly, keep the Torah and give a lot of Tzedakah and make sure to do it with Chesed. Thank you for joining us here at The Database.